0: listening to the Disney Park Wanderer podcast. I'm your host Emma Albertson and you've tuned in just in time to catch episode number 36. Today marks the last episode of my month of Halloween themed eps and so today is no different. We've got some more Halloween content. I will be talking about the Disney Cruise Lines Halloween trips and also what can you do in the Disney parks if you love the Disney villains. Let's face it, the Disney villains don't have too much going for them in the parks, except at Halloween. But in fact, there are a few things you can do, so stick around to find out what they are. Before all that though, let's do our Disney News Bulletin of the Week. So first up, Disney World has announced that they will be starting to accept bookings for their all-star resorts starting February 2021. So as we know, the hotel resorts are opening bit by bit, but there hasn't really been that many value resort options for people so people who want to stay in accommodation that's a little bit more affordable will be very pleased to know that soon they can do that that includes the all-star resort for sports music all of them Next up, Loungefly has released a brand new collaboration with Disney. They're the company that do really, really cute backpacks. So this new line is based on Disney Forest Friends, which we all know I'm a sucker for because I love, love, love Miko from Pocahontas, who in fact features on the design, along with other characters such as Bambi, the Fox and the Hound, and Flit. So you can get a mini backpack for about $75, they're selling a spirit jersey for $70 and also they've got some leggings with this print on it for $40 Something cool that I found out this week is that there is a vintage shop down in Orlando, Florida called Forever Vintage, which actually sells some of the furniture from different Disney resorts. So if you were wanting to have a tiki lamp from the Polynesian in your house, or perhaps one of the bedboards from the brand new Riviera Resort, if you head to this secondhand shop, you might be able to just pick one up. So if you're in the Florida area or you'll be heading there, maybe you wanna check it out, especially if you're a Disney fan. Now for some news about Disneyland, California. It's still looking like the parks aren't going to be open anytime soon. Some even saying it could be as late as March, 2021 or more. However, they have decided that they're going to be opening sections of the Disney California Adventure Park for shopping and for dining. Primarily Buena Vista Street, including trolley treats and the lovely restaurant, Carthay Circle. And then, lastly, another cool and fun piece of news is that Disney World are recommencing their fairy tale weddings. So, I'm sure many of you watch the program on Disney Plus, I know I do, and they look so incredible. And they're bringing them back. And um, of course, they're going to be taking measures like limited numbers of guests, social distancing, and also mandatory facial coverings in some circumstances. But hopefully this means that we can expect a brand new season of that show and uh, start getting life a little bit more normal, if you can even say these things are normal. (laughs) Okay then, let's get into today's content and we'll start with Disney Parks for Villain Lovers. As I mentioned, unless it's Halloween, the Disney villains don't get too much love in the Disney parks. But what if you're an absolutely massive fan of the villains like Ursula, Hades, Corella Deville? Is there anything you can do in the parks? In fact, there is. First, let's talk about Disneyland Paris. So in Disneyland Paris, if you like Maleficent, you'll be happy to know that underneath the castle, you can find Maleficent in her dragon form. It is a beautiful animatronic, which is very realistic, that is in the murky depths of the castle with fog and lights, and it's pretty impressive. So that's definitely worth checking out. As well, in Disneyland Paris, you can also visit the Queen of Hearts Castle. This is something unique to the Disneyland Paris Park. There is a whole maze inspired by Alice in Wonderland and in the centre of the maze you will find the Queen of Hearts Castle. You can go into the castle, you can climb to the top and you'll get a lovely view of Fantasyland. Also in Disneyland Paris, sometimes you might just find Disney villains wandering around. I know that when I've been on different occasions, I've bumped into the Queen of Hearts, I've bumped into some of the rarer villains like Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame. You might also bump into Captain Hook in Adventureland, so just keep your eye out, you might just see him wandering around. And then, last but not least in Disneyland Paris there are lots of villains in the dark rides. Granted these rides are not based solely on the villains but you'll definitely get some face-to-face time with them including Peter Pan, Pinocchio and the Snow White ride. What about Tokyo Disneyland then? Again very slim pickings but there's a few things that are dedicated to our favorite villains. First up is Gaston's Tavern So this is actually brand new and I did speak about this a few weeks ago in the What's Coming to Tokyo Disneyland episode and so Gaston's Tavern is a bit like the one in Walt Disney World but it has more of a varied menu I would say there's some full meals here, there's some desserts and drinks, so if you love Gaston this is a great place to celebrate As well, they have a restaurant dedicated to the Queen of Hearts. This one is called the Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall. It is beautifully decorated with stained glass windows. The entrance, you have to walk through the Queen of Hearts guards, through the hedges, and inside, it's like you're in her castle. Here, you can find food that's got different heart motifs, there's some cute desserts, and genuinely a fun time. Previously at Tokyo Disneyland, there was a ride that was completely dedicated to the Disney villains. It is not in operation at the moment, but who knows, maybe one day they'll decide to bring it back. If you want to hear more information about this ride called the Mystery Tour, you can check out episode number 27 of my podcast where I speak about it a little bit. In Disneyland, California, you may just spot the Wicked Queen in the window above Snow White's Scary Adventure, surveying the crowds below. And as you can tell from the name of the attraction, you're definitely going to be having an encounter or two with the Wicked Queen herself, or her counterpart, the Evil Wicked Witch. And also, if you touch the golden apple while queuing up for this ride, you may just hear the Wicked Witch cackle and some thunder. Also, rumour has it that if you pay close attention inside Sleeping Beauty's castle, you may just catch a glimpse of Maleficent. Maybe you'll see her shadow lurking in the distance, or you'll hear her maniacal laugh. Just like in Disneyland Paris, In Disneyland California, sometimes the characters are wandering free through the park. This way you might catch a glimpse of Cruella de Vil, Gaston and many others, so keep your eyes peeled so you can mingle with your favourite characters. Now let's take a look at Walt Disney World, which as you can imagine has even more opportunities for villainous lovers. First up, just like Tokyo, there is Gaston's Tavern here in the Magic Kingdom Park. They don't have as much food, but they do have that LeFou's brew drink, which is very, very popular. So you can grab hold of that. And also they have a huge fountain there with a bronze statue of Gaston flexing his muscles. a Perfect picture opportunity for those who love him. As well. I don't really know too much about Star Wars, but I know for sure that in Galaxy's Edge you can always see some of the baddies wandering around. Not to mention they do have a meet and greet area where you can meet some of the bad guys, including Darth Vader. But the biggest appeal for villain lovers in Walt Disney World is their very extra special event called Disney Villains After Hours. This is a ticketed event and it's on select nights throughout the year. It started last year and it was massively popular, so it was due to come back in 2020. However, as we know, it just couldn't happen. It was supposed to take place on 24 select nights between February and July, so who knows whether they'll bring it back next year or not. But this event was $145 on average for a ticket, and it included edgy entertainment, including all your favorite Disney villains, access to popular rides in the Magic Kingdom, plus unlimited novelty ice creams and snacks, including popcorn and beverages. You were invited to wear Disney villain-themed attire, whether you wanted to go all out or just wear a t-shirt with your favorite character printed on it. And if you wanted to, you could try the Disney Couture Makeover. This is kind of like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, but for adults. You can have these services in different resort salons. And in some hotels, you can either have them come to your room. Services include hair, makeup, and nails. And if you tell them a specific villain, they can definitely try and make you look like them. As part of this Villains After Hours, there were photo ops set up, perfect for snapping selfies. There were overlays on some of the rides, including Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. There's a brand new show called Villains Unite the Night, where basically Hades thinks he can take over the world, but a lot of the other villains want to do it too. So which villain comes out on top? As well as this, there's a special parade called the Villains Cursed Caravan. Now this parade is really fun because you get to see the villains and their sidekicks. As well as this there is of course special food and merchandise as always with any cool ticketed event in Disney World. Now they had lots of interesting drinks especially and desserts. A couple of things from last year include the Five Dozen Egg Slush which is taken from the song in Beauty and the Beast of Gaston. And this one is frozen custard with brown sugar, whipped cream and a cinnamon stick. A tasty looking drink they had was called Hades Temptation. This is a frozen drink and it's non-alcoholic. It's a purple colored mixture of lemonade and violet syrup with a gummy worm. Also, there was a Maleficent cone. This was lime flavored soft serve with purple sprinkles served in a black waffle cone topped with chocolate horns. However, despite the fact that this was a special event for villains, there actually isn't any meet and greets. But that aside, that's still pretty cool. So if you are a massive, massive Disney Villains fan, perhaps this is the best option for you, providing they bring it back next year. But I'm sure they will because it was super, super popular. Next, with just days until Halloween, I just had to talk about the Disney Cruise Line Halloween Voyages. Even though sadly there aren't any this year, nor will there be any cruises for at least the rest of the year, it's something to look forward to for next year. And if you're a Disney lover, a Halloween lover and a cruise lover, this is just the jackpot. These trips are called Halloween on the high seas and they typically run from late September through to October 31st. So these types of voyages are across all four of the ships including the Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, Disney Magic and Disney Wonder and there are itineraries that go to different places so whatever you fancy like the Caribbean, Central America, Mexico and Puerto Rico. So what can you expect? What kind of events and things to do? Well, typically there is one kind of Halloween event per day. For example, Mickey's Mousequerade party, which is a huge costume party with Mickey and their friends also dressed up. There's also a screening of Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, like you've never seen it before. It's an interactive singing event called Sing and Scream, with an appearance from Jack and Sally who are often very popular in the Halloween parties in the parks. As well as this, there are Halloween activities for children like spooky story times, mask making and pumpkin carving. But not to fear, there are also special events for adults, including their very own costume party, adult-only bars and dance parties. As well as this, you can also do trick-or-treating in the middle of the sea. That's pretty cool! Typically as well, these ships will have Pirates of the Caribbean parties. They are normally happening when the ships dock in their private island of Castaway Cay. Yep, that's right, Disney has their own island and all the ships go there. When we're on Castaway Cay, there are Pirates of the Caribbean parties where everyone has to come dressed as a pirate. The characters are dressed up and dancing. There's decorations throughout the ship. The major centerpiece is a very special bookie tree that blooms with pumpkins overnight after a special storytelling event that all guests are invited to attend. So if you're interested in this, they are starting to take bookings for 2021, I do believe, but of course everything's tentative. But the prices start from around $1,800 for two people on an inside cabin. So not too bad if you imagine that you're going to be visiting different places you get disney entertainment the halloween stuff but on top of that you also get all the other things that you would typically get on a disney cruise so the pools the amenities disney entertainment like the broadway shows themed restaurants etc so if that's something that interests you make sure you check out the disney cruise line website but i think that's very exciting that now you can celebrate halloween on the sea I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit about how the villains live in the Disney parks year round and also about the Halloween adventures on the Disney Cruise Line. Now let's wrap things up with my Disney fact of the day. Have you noticed that most Disney villains wear something black, purple, red or a combination of these colors? Just think. Ursula, for example, black and purple. Gaston, red. Jafar, he's got his red and black capes and Maleficent also is in purple and black and there's many more where that came from. Brings today's episode to an end. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a fun Halloween this weekend coming up. As always I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and if you love what you listen to as much as I love making it I'd really appreciate you leaving a review or a rating. The easiest way to do this is via Apple Podcasts. I will be back next Monday with more Disney Park content. Until then... Stay curious!